I would get off of work and I would, you know, I would just make a venti uh, peppermint mocha, yeah, exactly. extra hot, double cupped, the works for my dad. Like non-fat? Yeah, like like non-fat, non-fat right? no yeah. problem. And I would show up to the house and it wouldn't even be like... Like he would say thank you, but he wouldn't be like surprised or anything about it. He'd just be it. like, thanks. Just, like, more like or less, payment. Like as if I went to the kitchen and poured him a cup of coffee. Yes, and 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 that's that's how I treated it. It's like I'm going home. It's gonna take me thirty seconds to make this. Like it's I might as well just pour him a and cup. You of never coffee. marked it out either, did you? Ain't <laughs> <Man>, nobody <laughs> marked nobody, it. Nobody, no. The amount of like Trenta uh, uh, teas that I would just take home, like oh, yeah. without ice. Could you imagine? Oh, I don't want to. Could know. you imagine? <laughs> I wonder how much money if you were to if you were to go and log in all of the drinks that all of us drank that during we, our tenure at Starbucks. Yeah. How much each one of those? Like how much our total uh, bill would have cost? Yo, so, I can't even imagine. So I'm bro. thinking that I've been well. I was there for three and a half years. Yeah, or four years or whatever. And I would probably drink at a minimum two drinks a day. Yeah. And those are both like probably eight dollar drinks. I wish we could have. Like, what was your? I know uh, back in the day, what I wish we could have done is like keep count, keep count of how much um, when Walter would get from the partner bin if we added up. Oh, bro, I was in there like a raccoon, son. Oh, Just, I remember we that. We know Walter. Trash Panda. Trust me. You we were know. like, a, you were, you graduate, you were just about to graduate high school. I'm a growing and, boy. And you're a grown boy. You would get in there, you know, you'd pull out like two or three loaves, two or three like freaking watching him on Watching him on his break with his little AirPods and sitting there with his big old Vincent <laughs> Frappuccino. Just his and meal. And all his, his spread of like desserts and everything. He's like, eating. dude, you're on a 10 minute You're on break. a 10 minute break. That starts as soon as you take the apron off, brother. Do you... Uh, uh, <laughs> Do you remember when they like had to had to have that conversation? Like, hey guys, um, your ten starts. Yeah. Also, your ten is a ten. It's not a fifteen. It's not a twenty. Which there were plenty of managers that abused that. But that's a different. Not going to be named. That's today. a different conversation for a different time. <laughs> but it's like your ten starts when I tell you, hey, go on your ten. Not after you make your drink, after you warm your food, after you sit down, after you get comfortable, after you pick out your, your little YouTube video that you're going to watch. Yeah. yeah. Your 10 starts when I tell you, hey, uh, go on a break. I've ha- I had to have that conversation a few times, but more or less. Multiple. Did, did you ever have to give that as a shift manager? Oh, absolutely. To conversation to absolutely. Because Walter, I would have loved to have watched him do here's that. Here's the thing. You guys were the bottom of the company for a little while, for a while, but still, like, once all of, like, the OG people left, and you guys, uh, admittedly, you guys improved. Once you guys started to improve, you improved rapidly. But once those OG people left, the floor... <laughs> yeah, crumbled. Fell, crumble. Yeah. yeah. Crumbled. I also up. love how, with that, we get to be mushed in together. It's basically one since we were hired. Yeah. Two yeah. months apart. Yeah. We were hired two months apart, and then with the exception of like, we we're both uh, actively terrible at the job. Yeah. 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 And so. I just, I really was just getting paid to steal food. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What was your and go-to? Stock straws. Don't forget that. True stock that. straws. Oh, I don't Many even want to talk straws, about that, brother. So, what was what your a weird time? Sorry. <laughs> what was your go-to? Like, what? What was your go-to in the partner bin? And what was your like? You know, golden ticket in the partner bin, like the thing that you're like, if you see it, it's it's on site, and the thing that you're like, I know it's going to be in there, and I'm going to crush it anyway. So the golden ticket was the sugar plum Danish or whatever. If I ever, boy, 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 
I'm snatching that thing up. And then the go-to is always like a banana loaf because just easy. Really? What yeah. was the um, the thing that came, the pumpkin uh, pumpkin scone. muffin? Oh, pumpkin, pumpkin scone. scone. That's what it was. Yeah, when that came around, I was like, oh, I freaking love those. Cranberry bliss bars too for a second. But then it would be a tie for me between um, almond croissants and cheese danishes. Yo, an almond croissant slapped. Cause so freaking good. It, was, it had the almond and the croissant, but it also had Cream. that almond, almond paste in the oh middle. My oh, my God. It was so freaking good. Yeah, my go-to was the cheese danish. After a certain point in time, I just stopped heating them up. I I remember one day I had it's a, a short. That sounds interesting. I never did that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. There was a uh, there was a uh, a time where I hadn't had a warmed, fresh cheese danish. I'd just been eating the old stale ones oh. out of the cold out of the partner bin. And I go, I had like a short shift, so I was like, I'm not really hungry. I you know would go for the hit the spot. A fresh cheese danish, mm-hmm. and I made one, and it was so good. So good. <laughs> I was like, How? especially when they did a little bit crispy. Yeah, it was warm, but it wasn't hot, and it was like, oh, it's fluffy. And then I went back, and I was like, Ugh, slumming yeah. it with this. <laughs> I, my, I think my golden ticket was, I think the pumpkin, the square pumpkin cheese da- or uh, scones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those are those are so with the icing. Oh my gosh, they were so good. I'll say once they introduced those um, like bacon, egg, and cheese uh, breakfast burrito mm-hmm. wrap things. Yeah. Those. Mm-hmm. Granted, mm-hmm. they took freaking forever to warm up. Yeah. yeah. So oh, it was like a, it was like two minutes. Or yes. like two minutes and then like minutes. it either be way too hot to eat, and then they or like not warm enough. And then the kicker about that is that they want you to get that out of the draft in forty seconds. Yep. So, yeah. But it but it takes fifty to eat. What? Yeah. yeah no. Right. What yeah. what was your sandwich? Panini or breakfast? Ooh. Probably the turkey oh. pesto one. Turkey pesto was oh, good. No, what was uh, uh, Mama's like? Chicken, bacon, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, those are busting too. Yeah. You know, the panini. Oh, the panini. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the hickory smoked. I think it was a hickory smoked double smoked bacon. No, it was a double smoked bacon panini. Yeah. The ch- I think it's the one that you're talking about. Yeah. It was like that thick. So it was way thicker than anything else. Good. Oh my god! And gosh. you like you cook it with the top open faced, and like it crisped up the the bacon. You threw some sriracha. Starbucks had the best sriracha. I've had like the sriracha brand sriracha, dude. I've tried many other srirachas. Starbucks had the best sriracha. Yeah. I love how we're talking about Starbucks. This is so one of the wildest cold po- opens so we've positive had in a while. Wildest cold we open. Still, uh, and we're still, eventually, we're going to do the Starbucks podcast. Eventually, yeah. we will. But that is not tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another edition of the GOAT podcast. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. I'm Walker Kirk. And this is Nick Borden. And we're coming to you live. From HQ, not studio. We're we're out of studios now. We don't have studios now. Oh boy, we're in HQ one. Your boy is a official home owner. I have a residence. I'm out of the parents' house. Shout out to me. Shout out to the family for supporting me, getting me out of the house, getting me out of the the castle. So we're out here. It's uh, I closed on my home today. Uh, I sat there for 20 minutes as a, a lawyer who I've never met before, shoved papers in my face and said, this is this, this is this. And uh, for the most part, if um, I, I had my realtor there that was that kind of like had done this before and had had his ear up, but was not really you know paying attention because he goes to probably like three of these a day. Um, but yeah, so it was it was good. It was good. He didn't say anything. He didn't he didn't, you know, 
interject or anything, and I felt like I was pretty sure on what I was signing. So there you go. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think everything's gonna work out. But yeah, I closed on my house today. There is nothing in here. Nothing has changed. There are plenty of renovations that need to be made. There's plenty of painting that needs to be made. There is a smoke smell. And when I say smoke, I don't mean like a nice hickory smoke smell. I mean like a <laughs> cigarette. Cigarette smoke smell that lingers. And it's not from your boy. It's not from your boy. So, but we got to start somewhere. You gotta we got to start turning this house into a home. Into a home. Straight and up. I really look forward to seeing how this progresses over the next couple months. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be phenomenal. I would like, by Christmas, I would like to have like 99% of what really? I would like to do to this house. Christmas at Josh's house. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't celebrate Christmas. Um, yeah, we're aware. But, you know. I'll still, okay. yeah. okay. still show up. It's okay. You'll still show up. You'll still still, you be a part still, of the family photo, right? It's, okay, okay. it's a vibe. Oh, it's, yeah, You absolutely. can still show up for the vibe of the holiday spirit. A snowball fight in your backyard? That would be lit. That would be lit. That would be lit. There we if go. It, is it going to snow this year? It's, really no, it's still pretty warm some days. And today, it's up to about 80. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, here, we'll see. We'll you see. You never know. You never know, but uh, yeah, so HQ1, today's official, you know, start. It's the start of a, um, I don't want to say a whole new chapter. We can say a whole new but chapter. It is, though. It is, though. I mean, we've, it always, is. we've always, we've re- record unless it was uh, Studio 3, you know, it was one of our homes, so it's yep. exciting that we, you know, yep. it's first step, you know. Like it was always a home that we didn't own. Exactly. Yes. We were, we were. More or less guests. So yeah, man. Just you know, that was nice to hear you say HQ though. HQ, HQ. The headquarters, headquarters. Of Entertainment. That's pretty it's serious. Absolutely, it's pretty serious. So yeah, man. You pretty know, freaking serious. Josh became it. a man today. It's really cool to see. You know, Josh been rocking for a while with me, so it's cool to see. Especially you know, Josh moving in the silence a little bit. You know, not ev- not everybody has to know what's going on. Absolutely. But now you know, it's it's always funny. It's like the people that you know once it gets announced or like posted on social media. Oh, congrats! Whatever it's like, yo, we've been knowing. Yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh been moving in that silence, man. Yeah, yeah. I I knew the second the post was uh, the post for my realtor was made because I was getting text messages from people that I haven't talked to like in literal years. Yeah. Oh. They're like, hey, man, congrats, and maybe not years, but like several, several, several months. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, I appreciate it. And then the people post commenting on it was was uh, was funny. Real so, G's yeah, moving silence out. like lasagna. That's what I'm saying, man. Lasagna. That's what I'm saying. So, like, for those that know, like, hey, we, we've been knowing. So, shout out to Josh. Legitimately happy for you, man. This I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it, guys. Exciting chapter now. I appreciate it. So, and obviously, you know, anytime I'm here, more than welcome. Come on over. Do we get keys? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as of right now, we're going to. We're going to pause on it. Okay. We're going to okay. say, well, it's a definite maybe. I don't okay. want to just be giving out keys left and right, but you two are the kind of people that I would like to be able to be like, hey, um, I need something done. But I'm not going to, like, I don't have any animals, so it's not like, yeah. I can never get, be like. Get a goldfish or something. I or, do live, or if you end up adopting Martin, I don't know. I do live three minutes down the road. And he should adopt Martin. That's what I'm saying. Starting to get cold outside, Josh. We're doing the best we can. You just said it got hot today. You said it was too late. Yeah, but at night it's getting cold. Get him a heat lamp. (laughs) We're doing the best we can, Josh. I love that Martin's still just hanging around, though, which is why. They they fed him more than once. He doesn't hang around as much. He comes around, and he'll sit around like a couple hours before and after like eating time, and then he'll go venture off for a while. So you mean Mm. to tell me you want me to adopt this cat... 
bring him inside. A cat that is used to coming and going at his leisure. Leisure. Being belonging to a no man and having food <laughs> at the ready twice daily. He probably belonged to a man before this. He's he was too healthy when we when he came to our house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and like Nick too, is really talking this cat like this cat didn't have great foraging abilities. Well, no, like I'm saying, like he and he's too loving to like humans to yeah to be astray. To he's be astray. he's an alley cat, man. He's sly. He's willing to do what he he's he's a snake. He's willing to do what he needs to do. Martin's not a snake. Martin kills snakes and rats and chipmunks and everything else. Leave him at the doorstep. Uh, no, just outside. He wants to show us what he's done. That make him make sure we're proud of him that he's you know doing his part. So sounds like a familiar story. My cats kill everything. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm glad. It's gonna be a great Christmas start of Josh <laughs> and Martin at the house. I really do look forward to it. It'll be something. It'll be something. Martin likes to pose for pictures. I'm telling you, he'll look at the camera and just there pose a little bit. So deal. There you go. Yeah. Martin and Josh. We're the best. <laughs> He's my best friend. Uh, I really uh, like the idea of that. That'd be great. I, I, I have a little cat just running through. It. Everybody so likes the idea of it except for me. But I don't. The old, the more I realize that, like, I'm going to be alone probably a little bit more than I'm used to. Also, it's like, I, you know, I just there's just something running around. Just a little companion. Yeah. Just a little companion. Martin. Freaking Martin. Martin bro. the cat. Martin yeah. the cat. That's. Martin the cat. Yeah, he he still has Martin Martin Borden is still his name. You can't change it to Robinson, you know. But still, I don't want to give him my last name. Right. <laughs> Martin the cat. Martin the cat. He's just Martin the cat. Okay. We'll I, we'll think about it. We'll okay. think about it. Okay. We'll think about it. Martin for a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> if I just knock on the here's Martin, Josh. Merry Christmas. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've decided to give y'all keys and Nick has had a key for all of two weeks and I come home and he just gets a furious phone call. What the heck is this cat doing in my like, living room? Oh, so you found him. Good. <laughs> Glad to know you found him. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Whatever else you want to celebrate. All that stuff. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, Martin. Mm. What do you, I don't know anything about cats. What do you have to know about, like, let's do cat one-on-one real quick. They need a litter box. Yeah. Right. Except for, well, right now, Martin doesn't have one, obviously. obviously. He's a free-range cat. Exactly. So, we're, this is, we're assuming that he was a domesticated cat. He he had to be. He had to be. He so. Because he's a, probably about, like, one or one and a half right now. And for him, it's one of those things where they're thinking maybe someone just, you know, moved or might have just, like, dropped him off and didn't want him. And he was just kind of. Maybe he was troublesome. Since. Maybe he was hurting people. He was. And they kicked him out. He, Martin no. would do that. Well, no, because we've been <laughs> we've been around him too much to where he has never like hissed or anything like that to us. Have so. you ever picked him up? All the time. Okay. You should see like my sister picked him up and put it on her hammock, and he just laid on top of her and just fell asleep. Well, there you go. Yeah. Martin, it's a litter box. Obviously, need cat food. Cat food. Cat food. And like a scratching post. Boom. Water. But, like, that's yeah. legit. It like it's not that scratching post. They don't something so they don't kill your couch or whatever like that would be ideal. maybe a toy or two i don't know yeah a toy or two yeah that helps we do have like one toy for martin that we martin's do. toy is the wild i'll let him out every morning bring <laughs> let, open him up open up the door every night i wonder if yeah no surely he'll just run off yeah he'll run off probably but will and he come back he'll come back if you have always. food if i feed him he'll come well back. like he goes like for real like on long adventures for hours and then he always he always comes back <laughs> At one point, he was at the front yard like yesterday. I took the dog out to let her outside, and all of a sudden, at the, like the front fence, Martin jumps up on it. 
I looked at him. I say, Martin. He goes, Meow. and then he jumped down and he ran up to the uh, the deck and talked to pet him and rub his belly. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the, so the Borden family, and I love the Borden family as much as anybody. Don't else. if you're about to say something hateful, brother. The don't. Borden family. <laughs> It's taken in astray, and now they're like, oh, no, we care about this cat, but we're not about to let him into our house. It's literally the only reason he's not in the house is because we have another cat that's like 12, and at that point, she just they, would, they, they wouldn't mix. It's a young gun and an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. So, two, two single young guns, me and Martin, taking over <laughs> the world. I've, I'm, you need a cat. I know, so I'm telling you. If all y'all keep talking, I know I show you all those pictures. When I tell you he poses... Or, for uh, pictures, like me and him were mean mugging the other day. Whenever I woke up, and you can see, I'll show you. Wow. We both have the same look on our face. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Big freaking Martin. Uh, yeah, so enough about Martin. Yeah, I know. I'm glad Martin got his little, it got I'm his flowers. Flowers of the week, Martin. Mm. Yeah. So uh, if we go to Scoundrel to start out, um, Draymond Green, question mark, now that the video's out. Oh, that was... I forgot that we so have not we talked haven't about even that. talked about that. So yeah. for those that have been living under a rock um, the last week, last week Golden State Warriors teammates Draymond Green and Jordan Poole has reported got into a scuffle to where Draymond Green quote unquote struck Jordan Poole due to an argument. And so for about a day, a lot of people were saying they think, uh, oh, you know, Jordan Poole's getting too big for his britches. He's about to get a big contract. Draymond might just be trying to be the vet and trying to make him calm down. It's it's the same thing as a Jordan, Steve Kerr situation, whatever. Yeah. And then the video came out. Shout out TMZ. to TMZ. Shout out to the staffer that did that. Whoever did it. It's reported they probably got paid between seventy five thousand and a hundred thousand for oh, that video. That's, for the video? For the oh, video. That's way more. Well, because than whoever did it is automatically losing their job, right? Like that's they're losing their job and it's gonna be difficult for them to find another job. Yeah. So just saying. Yeah. But like when you're especially when it's like, oh, this is a known narc. Yeah. So why'd you leave your last job? Well, well, um, I sold him out to TMZ. I mean, I guess you ever <laughs> see the Draymond Green Jordan Poole video? I think yeah. my excuse that I would try to do is be like, I live in San Francisco; it's too expensive to live. That's a good point. Anyways, it's a great point. Can we talk to your previous employers? No, no, you no, cannot. Absolutely, do that. Not. absolutely cannot. not. Yeah, that video is absolutely insane. Oh yeah, because it's, it's like here's the thing, Jordan Poole. I don't care. So what is report actually happened was that you know Draymond had some things going on behind the scenes that nobody really knows about that they won't talk about. So and he brought the frustration to practice. They were scrimmaging whatever, and Jordan Poole kept calling fouls on Draymond, and Draymond was calling him soft and calling him uh, the B word a good bit. And so finally, as they kept jarring and jawing off at each other, Draymond. As the video shows, goes up and gets right in Poole's drill. Poole then tries to shove him, which it's like trying to push this wall. It's not moving at all. Oh, that's a grown man. As a grown big man. When you're Jordan Poole and you're probably like 6'4", 185, 190 maybe, and Draymond Green, who's 6'6", six six, 6'7", 240, 250, he ain't moving. So as soon as Jordan Poole tried to push him, Draymond came straight up with this right, straight right. Boom! Knocks him out. Boom! Superman punch, bro. The form he, he jumped with it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, the form, incredible. Yeah, don't incredible. really. It's hard to tell how well it connected. It did. Jordan Poole did fall down though, mm-hmm. and it just it escalated. So it's like at this point, you know, people were going back and forth saying that should never happen. Others people are saying ah, it's just sports. But what other job can you <laughs> strike a fellow employee like that in the heat of an argument, and then retain your job? 
without any punishment. Just as of right now, he's not been suspended for any uh, play. Yeah, surely, surely they'll uh, suspend him for at least ten games. I mean, even at, though, at like, even though uh, ring uh, ceremony night and banner night is night one. Hey, that's a consequence. Yeah. For your actions, you can't do yes. that. You cannot yeah. do that. I don't care what Jordan Poole was saying or what was going on in your personal life. You cannot do that. And there is no other job in America other than like professional sports where you can get away with starting a fight like that and not have any consequences whatsoever. If your talent outweighs your problems, you will always have a job. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know Draymond Green's talent, though. That's the thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the big question a lot of people are saying is that other than on the Warriors, where can Draymond Green go and have this type of an impact? The reason why a lot of people think he might have been kind of upset also why this is i feel like there's no coincidence that it was between jordan Poole and draymond green is mm-hmm. because they're both this is their contract year yeah like they're they're both about to get paid one of them is going to get paid one of them is not going to get that max contract right looks like jordan Poole's is going to get it because he's younger has more offensive talent all that stuff yeah so basically now they're looking at this the warriors people around the warriors and stuff like that are saying or at least thinking Draymond did this. Now he can trade him out of here. We don't have to pay him as much as yeah. we want to, and we can just ship him off to Detroit or wherever he wants wherever. to go. Wherever. Because yeah. with a team that doesn't have two of the greatest shooters of all time, maybe three now with Jordan Poole being on there, because what Jordan Poole can do is insane. Yeah. I mean, especially being able to have the shooting ability and then being under Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, just mm-hmm. practicing with them all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. It's nothing great. to sneeze at. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, so now, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that Draymond wants to go to the Lakers to play with, you know, his LeBron. boyfriend, LeBron. Bo- a boyfriend is crazy. I mean, he <laughs> he loves that guy. It's insane. I mean, when you post wedding pictures from your own wedding with LeBron and saying, my king, that's... That's that, a little sus. That's so sus. That's a little sus. You guys have never loved another my man king? like that? I've never... If Josh, whatever Josh's nickname would be, like, I wouldn't be like, at my wedding, you know, we're taking photos, like, you know... Even like here's the thing, LeBron wasn't even in the wedding. So for instance, like with Josh, you know, would be my best man. I wouldn't be like my yes, exactly. other than being like, hey, my brother. Like I wouldn't. He's not gonna be like my hero I, I or whatever. You know, my goat or whatever. Deliberately you know? for Josh from your wedding. Yes. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, well, that's yeah. It. like I would. I w- obviously would. I'm sure. Like on you know Nick's birthday or whatever. Then his next birthday after I get married, we will have at least one picture, which actually might be a stretch. We're we're gonna have to make sure that happens. I'm I'm all, oh, I'm off oh, with it. You getting married or like what? Uh yeah, probably. But <laughs> so where we got a house and he's getting married. No, 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 no. I was talking about like, like, me, like at kidding. the wedding, me getting a sure photo that, with the two of you. No, us getting a photo together. Me and Just my period. best man. No. Just period. Yeah. Well, I'll you, probably do that before. I'd say, won't you have a photographer that'll handle that? Probably. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I would, I would, I would be like, "He's my brother." Shout out, happy birthday! Not my king. <laughs> like my that's hero. so sus, bro. That's so weird. Like, come that's on, that's so beta. It's so beta. beta. For a guy that wants to be an alpha so badly and be like, he's athlete, he's that guy. It's like, bro, you, you can't can do that. Especially here's the thing. I started taking a problem with it. Like you can like LeBron or whatever, but after like that makes 2016 Walker feel so fake, right? That finals yeah. where you know like he caught him, you know whatever words he caught him and he punched him in his groin area, or whatever. Yeah, that it's happened. like then it's like now you're just kissing tail, bro. That makes you so soft. He's even Josh. He's even said before that the night this season that LeBron is gonna you know break the all time points record. He if there's a Warriors game last night, he would skip the Warriors game to go to that game. It's like brother, that's your job. Your job is to play in that game. J O B is 
Like that's yeah. hey, that's I mean, br- dude's just sus, anyways. It's yeah, no, but also Walker, so and you soft. know this. He only he would only thrive on a team with a lot of three point shooting. Mm-hmm. If he goes to the Lakers, he's going to be useless. Yeah, no, no, exactly. So I don't see him. Go- the only place I feel like he could go is really I don't know where I, I don't know, bro. Who else has that shooting? Like, it could have been you know back Portland? in the day. It would have been Portland. It would have been Portland. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, but now that CJ's down, you can't even. do Yeah, that. it was it was Portland for a little bit. But now it's just morphed into wherever somebody will take him. Obviously, he'll still be a valuable player because he plays defense yeah. on an all-defensive level, but yeah. he can't do anything on offense anymore. But yeah, no, Josh, whenever you finally saw the Vader, I believe it was Friday. Is when yeah, it I broke. think it was Friday morning. Friday morning, yeah, when it broke. What were your initial thoughts to the video? Did I see the video? If you, Brother, if you didn't see the video. I don't think I have. Oh, Lord. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Let me live on the podcast. Live reaction. Live, you know, more or less. Yeah. I Did y'all it, put it in any we didn't of my tweets? I just, I, oh, no. I, I retweet just, so much I stuff. figured you would have seen it from all, the, you know, whatever sports. That was, so that was one of the first things I've seen that almost everyone was talking about whether they're into sports or not. Yeah. For sure. There we go. Here we go. There's no volume to it. So you got a little arrow points out Draymond Green. Yeah. He's kind of in the corner. He's heckling who I think is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is kind of, you know, he's saying some stuff back, but he's not really doing anything. And he's, you know, oh, now he's starting to kind of walk, you know, a little, a little over or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, this is Jordan Poole's different person. Oh, he, he oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he walks over. Draymond. Yeah. Push. He tries to push. Boom. Yeah, that's Holy bad, isn't it? Holy moly. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's bad. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, NBA, even NBA vets. There's some NBA vets that are like, this happens or whatever. And then they're like Richard Jefferson, which I know some people take Richard Jefferson, like don't care about Richard Jefferson, but I value his opinion. He was like, that's just not cool. Like, you don't do that. Like, uh, they'll try to cover it up, make it seem like it's not that bad in the locker room, but you don't do that, and they're not being ripped in the locker room afterwards. Yeah. Here's the thing, and now that that video is out, I mean, it's all the pressure now to like, hey, you have to suspend him. Yeah. First off, if you weren't going to suspend him, like, bro, get yeah. out of here. But yeah. you have to suspend him. And also, like, it's been acknowledged, like, now Jordan Poole is probably going to be a meme. Yeah. Just getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. there's a lot of memes already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is funny, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That is... But yeah, no, no, no other profession in the face of this earth you get away with that. We've in this is not the first time someone in the NBA has been shoved by a teammate. Oh, I would argue that every person yeah. in the NBA at one yeah. point in time has either every person or, in yeah. professional, but like in any sport, but they it's probably always happen in sports. Your own teammate? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I no. and I, I get your own teammate. I get but your own teammate. You team don't practice. Superman punch them. You do not. When you're that cold. much bigger too. Yeah. Like, bro, that's such that's that's really a beta move. I've definitely gotten I've gotten in arguments with teammates before, like just talking or maybe maybe like getting each other's face, but like once it gets physical like that, know, it's like, come on, bro. It, it's being competitive in practice is different. Exactly. You, I yeah. mean, you can. There's kind of like an emotional thing where like you think that you're putting an X amount of effort, and they think they're putting an X amount of effort, and you're like, hey, you need to you need to do more. You need to go harder. You just need just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes arguments happen that way or just, you know, you're on a losing streak or whatever. The thing is, I have a hard time believing that winning teams, you know, have rifts like this. And this is, I mean, they're 
a getting ready. Team. I mean, their first game they just won, so yeah. yeah, they're they're the last team to win basketball game. Yeah, so it's it's just absolutely insane. I will say, I feel like the Warriors tried to make up for it uh, a couple nights ago. So Jordan Poole led the league in free throw percentage last year. Yes, with like ninety two point five percent, which is incredible. Holy he beat Steph Curry, who had a ninety two point three percent. Free throw wow. percent. Which is equally as incredible. So what they did was they had Steph actually present him with the trophy. Nobody does this, by the way. They had him present him with the trophy pregame for the preseason game. And uh, like, hey, for being like the free throw champion or whatever. And it was like kind of a lot of people are like, you know, I think they just kind of did that as like a sign of, hey, bro, we support you. We honor you. Um, we, you, we, you are valued here and we need you. Yeah. And so it's like I, because one guy punched you in the face, knocks you out, does not mean I that just, we hate you. And well, like Walker said, with it being you know that was the worst thing Draymond could do during contract time, and it just elevates it. Like all right, yeah, peep Jordan Poole, and you'll probably because Draymond Green wasn't worth the super max anyways. Even though he thinks he is, he's not at this point. Yeah, at this point in his career, he's not. At one point, he was. Uh, to me, 2016, at, he was. At one point, to me, he was. I know, but also he ran that. out Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's ran out, what, two people now? Two, three people? Something like that. So, yeah. Well, Speaking, that, was, that was preseason basketball. I was going to say, yeah. Preseason. When does the uh, tip-off for the regular season start? I think actually. A couple weeks, maybe? I think it's next week. Cool. So, cool, next cool. week. Um, speaking of more violence, did you guys see Devontae Adams shoving the cameraman? Mm-mm. Did you see this? Yeah, the, I think it's nothing. I like. I just think it's just a, just a new move. Just real quick. Oakland Raiders wide receivers Devontae Adams after the loss to Kansas City last night just shoves the cameraman because and his and in his words basically he walked in front of me when I was walking out of stadium and so, when I saw that I was like this guy's a straight up schmuck yeah yes here's the thing cameraman is is overreacting because he went to the hospital. And then filed a police report. Hey, he getting that back. He getting that back. So here's the thing. <laughs> Devontae Adams shouldn't have shoved him. Maybe maybe you just walk over him. But you don't, you know, you don't shove the guy. On the flip side of that, it depends. Is the guy a cameraman for the team? Is the guy a cameraman for the NFL? For the NFL or is the guy a cameraman for a TMZ like company? Nobody knows. Because if he is a cameraman for a schmuck company and he was just you know putting his body on the line to get that picture and and that was the result of it then hey that's just that's hazard pay that yeah. you just oh yeah no that's what happens like you if you want to get a, a pick of a pissed off you know football player and you want to get in their grill well guess what they're a high performance athlete they do stuff like that ego ever had one yeah so yeah um you can't do it you're not allowed to do it. Devontae Adams shouldn't have done that. You can't do it. But cameraman definitely put himself in that situation. Oh, absolutely. I agree. But hey. In a perfect you. world, he wouldn't have done it. But guess what? We don't live in a perfect, perfect world. world. No. Hey, buddy. Get your get your bag, man. Get your bag. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Bag alert. Oh, what else we got? What else we got? We want to run down a, a little bit of uh, NCAA from week six. Yeah, yeah surely we should. Was yeah. it week six? Yeah, it was week, week six. six. Yep. It was. An interesting week. Shout out UCLA. That's all I got to say. Um, I don't even know what they did. I mean, they beat Utah. Oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, I thought UCLA was overrated. I'll give them I'll give them a handshake right now. Good Good on you, UCLA. Good, good on you. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a week, man. That It, it goes to show um, 
you know, just because you're a five-star coming out of high school doesn't really mean anything at the quarterback position if, you, nope. if you're not prepared. Nope. 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 Yeah, no. So Alabama beat Texas A&M 24-20 slash by the skin of their teeth. Uh, Alabama's quarterback, Mr. Milrow, who everybody was – after, what, two weeks ago when they played Arkansas – uh, he had that. He had those good few quarters, at least solid a few quarters or whatever. Yeah. But you know, nobody was really expecting like a absolutely out of this world performance by him or anything. Like literally, just be good, just yeah. be okay. And he did not do that. Alabama still won. I thought Alabama was going to win by three touchdowns. Honestly, going into the game, I thought Alabama was going to win by a lot more. And this game ended up being way more competitive than what any Alabama fan or Nick Saban or any Alabama player would have wanted it to. be. And I'll say. Texas A&M only scored after turnovers that Alabama committed. So I'll say that they were never able to really put in like a good drive and score a touchdown off of it like that, just off of a kickoff or a punt or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they – Jimbo Fisher is starting to turn into one of the – I feel like Jimbo and Lane are those two coaches now that Gus is gone that can like really put together a game plan to compete with Nick Saban yeah. Yeah. as his former assistants because, uh, and two offensive-minded guys as well. I mean, what Jimbo Fisher did last year, as well as um, you know, freaking this year with backup quarterbacks, essentially, yes. you know, with Calzada last year, and then Haynes Kane, who, by all accounts, isn't isn't that good? No, he's not. If we're being very honest, Haynes Kane isn't that good, especially when you have like five stars that you're throwing into. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say this though: those A and M receivers look good. They did look good. I think. I don't know what it is, but I. I mean, this is kind of obvious. Whenever you play Alabama or you play against the best, you play at your best. Yeah. And I think, you know, that has something to do with how Texas A&M has played for them for the past few years, slash yeah. two years. Um, can we talk about that last play, though? That last play was weird. That play call. For Texas A&M. That, that was play, just weird. First off, just throw out a disclaimer. That should have been a pass interference call. Okay. No, have you seen the pictures? Like, dude. Oh yeah, no, he bear hugged him. Buddy was wrapped around him. You can't do that. But again, also they would have thrown that call. It's like y'all are trying to give Bama this game. But also, if it's if it's if it's a pass interference, you throw the flag. But regardless, Jimbo shouldn't have even put that receiver in that position. In that position, because that play call, like Powell, what are you doing? He'd been so good that game in doing like goal line passes. Getting the, getting receivers open, getting tight ends open. Yeah, I mean he was doing great with it. Mm -hmm. But I, sheesh, I don't. That, even, that play call at the end was just strange to me. Like I, yeah. I was in a room full of Alabama fans, and we all obviously were looking at the TV like I don't know what's about to happen, but I'm gonna see see whatever happens. Yeah. And then that play happened, and we all looked at each other like, did that really? Is that how the game is gonna end? And yeah. obviously they were like, okay, we got a W out of it, but it's like that's just a awful play call like straight up and if i was uh haynes king blowing up the locker room when i get back mm -hmm. i'm going mm -hmm. off i mean yeah. you saw him like walking on the field yes crying. yes no i'd be that's at least give me a chance to put the ball just toss the ball up for a 50 50 chance that's not even I a mean, 50 50 yeah. chance and if At he would have caught the ball he still would have been a yard short yeah so that's just bad play calling uh which makes me feel like it's a deserved Texas A&M loss, to be fair. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I mean, yeah. Johnny Manziel flat outside. He was like, "Yeah, the, what happened was Jimbo just never believed he would actually win the game." And yeah. So with that play call, it was just too. 
Yeah. That's how that's what that was the result. Yep. The man couldn't stand having the pressure of beating Alabama. Yeah. Of being the he man. He went almost too conservative with that play call. Like, bro, Way if you're, you're going to throw that up, just freaking run it up the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. You know? Yeah. Give um, it a shot. Yeah. No, it literally just toss the ball up to your tallest wide receiver. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Tennessee beat LSU 40-13. Me and Josh thought – Steam rolled. <laughs> Me and Josh thought this game was going to be way closer than what it was. I think everybody did. Josh said, <laughs> "Just picture this is a rewind. I'm not actually going to go back and clip it." <laughs> I think that Tennessee is going to steamroll over LSU in Death Valley. Oh, you said that. I did. Oh, okay. I did. I stand corrected. I mean, we do have a podcast that could have video, or, you know, evidence of it. So recording. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was just I Tennessee. It was just complete. Domination on yeah. both ends of the football, yes. and it makes me so excited for the Saturday, which we'll talk about in next podcast. But yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean oh, it's it's one of those games where it's like it's finally brought meaning to what the third Saturday in October is all about. Yeah, I hadn't had like there. There's one game I feel like probably like 2014 when or, or whatever whenever Josh Dobbs is the quarterback where it was a close game. But other than like 2008 or 2009 when Lane was at Tennessee, there hasn't really been a meaningful Alabama-Tennessee no. game yeah. since. And so now it's like, all right, we have two undefeated teams, top ten teams, number three versus number six. And it's like, oh, this should, this should really shape up uh, college football. Yeah. Tennessee has only surprised people in how dominant they have been. Alabama has only disappointed people in how – how close their lo- their their wins have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you almost lost to unranked Tennessee. You you were very much close to losing to unranked Texas A&M. Yeah. I mean, come on. I'll say this, I think my prediction uh, last week about Arkansas too was pretty spot on. I said if they lose to Alabama, they're probably going to go 7 and 5. Yeah. Which right now with them being 3 and 3, it's looking like it's probably going to end up happening. Yeah. The prophet Nick the right. prophet Nick. Arkansas, it's one of those things. And now Pittman, their coach, is trying to say, "Yeah, man." To be honest, I was just hoping we could get to a bowl game this year. It's like you who freaking say says that? that? No, even Harson wouldn't say that. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. What are we talking about? You until the very last minute got to be like, "Look, I think we just we just need you know a couple good plays, turn things around, get some momentum." Yeah. And and I think we can ride that to the end of the season. Yeah. Like that's all you have to say, and then you get towards the halfway through the season, be like, "Hey, look, we if we get a push now, we can still make a bowl game." Blah 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 blah. But don't talk about bowl games when. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi State too. They Ooh, that was they're good. looking like some at five as you know sitting at five and one. That's probably the biggest surprise to me, which it shouldn't yeah. be because. With Will Rogers quarterback in the air raid offense, like once mm-hmm. if you've had if you have three years to be in a system like that to just learn, you ought to like dominate it. If you've been yeah. if you've done anything for three years straight, you should you know have a good grasp yeah. of it. So yeah, he's uh he's actually first for yards in the in the in the country. Actually. Yeah, granted they haven't frill had to play anyone that that tough. To be fair, yeah, they're, they're a really big game is. Coming up against UK, I mean. Oh yeah. Well, also, I think I'm pretty sure they're you can set these quarterbacks out yeah. too. Yeah. So I, for that one, I'm like, yeah, I throw if I put money on, I throw it on Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. But honestly, good for Mississippi State, man. Yeah. They needed it. I mean, not that they needed it, but it's just good to see. Yeah, them. you know, it's good to see. I like I like Mike Leach. He's funny. Yeah, so yeah, he's funny I, guy. It's good to see him have some success. Mississippi State is a likable school yeah. to me. Yeah, Mike Mike Leach definitely 
I'm sure if he actually got to talk to him, he he would. You did know. y'all did y'all hear that video he did a uh, pregame, literally 30 minutes before the kickoff on Saturday, talking about coffee? No, no yo, it's so fun. Can I play it on here? Yes, it, it's like 20 seconds. It's him talking about drinking coffee. It's so freaking funny. He just has these little quick little like one liners where it's like it's. Well, that's Mike Leach. Mike Leach is the kind of guy that. If you just had a conversation with him, you'd be like, this man's crazy. This man yeah. works at the Jiffy Lube. This man's crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, no, no. He's a pretty successful yeah. college football coach. As it's loading? Yeah, unfortunately, don't have Wi-Fi set up at the HQ, but we do have utilities. And <laughs> utilities are important. Utilities What's are important. important. If I try to – I'm actually – Josh, I'm going to try to send it to you. I think you might oh, have better okay. luck. Because your boy's got 5G. There you go. Sent it to you. So, all right. <laughs> Yo, I was, me, and my, um, me and dad were watching SCC Nation, and as soon as he said that, we both busted out mm. laughing. So either A, <laughs> yeah. skeptic Josh, either A, Mike Leach actually, you know, halfway enjoys coffee or whatever, doesn't think it's that awful, and, you know, he just said that to get, you know, schmucks like us to talk about it. A, skeptic Josh, that's what I think. B, Mike Leach genuinely has no idea that there are infinite number of ways to uh, other than drinking coffee to get caffeine i feel like he, he's just every 50 plus 60 year old man who doesn't regularly drink coffee and doesn't know how to order it walking to starbucks mm-hmm. just being like well you have literally thousands of choices to choose to create different drinks yes you're like i'll just take a yeah just a, give me whatever a medium coffee yeah yeah black but you would think the man's been playing the man's been in football long enough. You would think that he would just be like, Have some tell, tell his intern, be like, look, I want a different coffee every day. Until you, you go in and you order two things. You order me a plain black coffee, and then you order me something else. And make sure that something else is different every day until I find something I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. But no. Shout out to Mike Leach. Mike Leach just has these funny one-liners too. And then there's this other girl, I think a reporter, Alyssa Lane, who is talking about that she's planning a wedding. And she's like, do you have any advice for me? He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, you should elope. Because all the other females in the family, they're going to be getting jealous and be telling you what to do. Just elope. He's like, who are you marrying? She's like, his name's Trevor. Well, what does Trevor do? Sports reporting, football. He's like, all right, uh, give me Trevor's number. I, I want to have a talk with him and say, <laughs> you know what? Just, you know what? Get a nice house, draw a nice, you know, honeymoon, whatever. He said, I used to tell my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra for your wedding if you don't have one. He goes, and none of them have taken me up on their offer yet. So, you know, that's that's part of the problem in this country. Just all these big fancy weddings. They just don't need to have them. They don't need to happen. He goes, give me his number. I want to set up a meeting with him. Mike Leach is just like me for real. Mike Leach, Mike Leach. What, what did happen to the days? Of like you got married basically in someone's backyard. The, whatever family member had the biggest backyard, that's where you were having the wedding. Are you gonna host a wedding here? That would, would you? be lit. If you were asked, would you in the backyard? If I was asked, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice. Uh, how close am I to the person? If if Walker said, "Hey man, can I host a wedding at your house?" 
in the backyard? I would say absolutely. Oh, yeah. nice. And I would, we would do the wedding on, there's a stump in the backyard that has not been removed. <laughs> we would do the wedding on the stump and I would perform the ceremony. I'm sorry for whoever you thought. Oh, it no, was, I mean, it's, it's going to be it's me. It's a great idea. And it will be the three of us. We'll be slightly closer than comfortable. Oh, it's fine. a big stump though. It's The stump's about the size of this table. That's fine. That's fine. So That's um, a big old stump. It's a big old stump. I'm just glad that tree's not on my property anymore. There you Thinking go. like a homeowner. HQ1, baby. HQ1. <laughs> HQ1. All right. But yeah. Uh, I was going to bring up, just real quick, Texas Steamroll, Oklahoma. Texas did Steamroll. I'm telling you. Oh, if In Qu- every sense of the term. If Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt, Alabama would have a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. That dude is elite. 289 yards, four touchdowns. Here's the thing. They scored 49 points and allowed zero. Not a field goal, not nothing. And I got mad at the end of the day, at the end of the game, because I was like, dang. Just one more point, and that would have been 50. Yeah. yeah. 50 like, burger. Come on. 50 burger. 50 to nil. It's still hilarious, too, that <laughs> like Venables thought, like the Oklahoma coach thought he was above like taking the Auburn job whenever they offered it to him like yeah. two years ago before Harson got it. And now it's seen as like, brother, you're trash. Also, Bro- first off, he was a defensive mind. He's a, he was a defensive coordinator. Yeah. So it's not that surprising his offense is trash. Garbo. But yeah. still, it's like, hey, bro, you thought you were too good for this? Bro, we – even with ours, and we're too good for you, pal. <laughs> Let's yeah. be very honest here. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that was – I don't think I watched hardly any of that game strictly because, you know, of how lopsided it was and there were other yeah. competitive games. But seeing the score, say, boom, score alert, Texas scored. Boop, score alert, Texas scored. And at no point in time did it say, boom, Oklahoma. score alert, <laughs> score alert, Oklahoma. Yeah. Field goal. 47-yard field goal. Nope. Barely did not see that. Nope. But, yeah, that was, so. a, that, was a, that was a good week six. That was another good week college football. College football this year has just been college good. College football this year has been, been good. good. It's been good. I feel like last year or the year before, it was a bit of a letdown. It yeah. was trash. Like, nobody like, was really good. It was like, who's the least worst team? And Alabama was there just steamrolling. So There's some contenders this year. There's some there contenders, like and there are plenty of pretenders. Yeah. yeah. And we're about to sift them out in these uh, this this back half of the season, which is dis- disgusting to say. There yeah. you go. There are two top ten matchups this week. Exciting. I know. And I saw a tweet too that was like, "Yeah, if you have any plans whatsoever Saturday, cancel them." And then that posted the slate of games, and I was like, "I'm literally going to be in Pisgah, Alabama, with zero internet service." Granted, I was told we were going to try. Depending on what the plans are, try to. Well, you like got to tell people they're gonna, you're the gonna try. That's that's the well, thing. That's like, the I, last ditch effort. The guy in we'll charge me who's definitely listening to this podcast. Hey, shout I, out! I sent a text saying, "Hey, man, like you know, you know, we we're gonna try to stream this Bama Tennessee game because he attended the Bama Tennessee game last year. Nice. So it's like he's a big Bama fan, so like we, we're gonna stream of this, course, right? Of course. And so he's like, you know, depending on what they're doing, I am bringing a TV with a projector. Respect. So we we will see what we can shout do. out to you, brother. So, hey, all the shout-outs. Um, hopefully, yeah, that'd there's, be a tough game to miss. There's a real chance that I will be in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey. Really? Yes. I keep, us, keep us posted. Yeah, I have some friends that are going to be at the game, and they asked for some company. So There you go. There's two top 10 matchups. There's a bunch of just top 25 yes. matchups. You're going to be wearing orange? Yeah, I'll be wearing Auburn orange. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But yeah. Uh, fellas, you got anything else you want to talk about on this beautiful Tuesday evening? Yeah, man. Beautiful home. Congratulations. I appreciate it. It's I good. Appreciate it. It's good stuff. Excited to well, – I'm, I'm joking that I'm actually finally getting to attend a Camp Rock because, you know, 
Josh, you know what the layout is and the fact that I'm in the band. I'm like, yep. yeah, it's like my, yeah, finally did to attend Camp yep. Rock. So, you know, it's been 14 years in the making. 14 years so in the making. Excited to, you know, finally get my number called and there you go. Do that. So, is there a Camp Rock? Surely there's some. Surely there, there there's is like, some. I'm sure there's some like music type camp somewhere like that. Absolutely. How much? Also, is, but rock and roll isn't like, it's not, it's not popular with kids anymore. Camp pop. Would be Can't it. Pop, yeah. How much money, and then this will be the last thing we talk about, do you think you could charge rich kids that have zero music ability to go to a summer camp where, you know, for an hour a day they get to mess around in a studio and have somebody that is very well compensated, uh, you know, make them sound okay, and then the rest of the time they're just kind of hanging out doing rich people stuff. That's just jet I mean, skiing. That's just it sounded like a rich person. Well, you think like all these TikTokers now that are trying to become singers or whatever, and so that you can have nice, um, you can have great producers that can put something together, splurge your voice, yeah. whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like once you get actually get on stage, you have no stage presence. You can't perform because you're a little bit stage fright because you've been hiding behind your phone for the last. <laughs> Because every video years. that you've ever done was done in no less than 50 tries. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's hard for them to hit the whoa, Josh, in public. Whoa. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Whoa. Anyways, that's that's just food for thought. That's just food for yeah. thought. I think we could, we could if we ever need a last-ditch effort for money, I think uh, opening up Camp Pop, I think Alabama would be the premier destination. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's got the most accessible waterways in the country, if you didn't know, yeah. uh, for any state. So yeah, I think I think we could uh, we could extort plenty of money from rich people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, legally, legally. Anyways, so uh. anyways, this has been another episode, another edition, the first episode and the first edition uh, from HQ One Hono. Um, Please like, rate, review, subscribe, all the stuff. Tell your friends, tell your aunts, tell your uncles. If you think we're stupid and you don't agree with our football takes, DM us on Instagram and let us know. Uh, if you think we're smart, DM us on Instagram. Let us know. I would appreciate uh, we want to hear. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear. We, we like that affirmation. Uh, this has been another episode. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. I've been Walker Kirk. And this is Nick Borden.